Right now, staying connected is more important than ever. And fast, reliable internet from Xfinity can help. We'll ship you a free self-install kit to make setup quick, safe, and easy. Find great offers and value today at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. It's now time for the Pony Cake Sports Podcast with your hosts, Josh Stevens, Tim Thompson, and Tom Schultz. Woo! Hey there, everybody. We are back with another episode, and as always, I'm joined here with Tim. Tim, how is it going? It is going fantastic. Uh, happy to be back. We were well, we were off last week. Yeah. The week before, I wasn't in the studio. I got some stuff going on, so I will continue to be in and out as I can. So, yeah. Like the burger so. joint. Excellent. Yeah, um, like the burger. You ever had it or not? I never have. No? Where is that? You California? Li- out west, yeah. You live in Wyoming. I don't know if they have. They probably don't have anything no, in Wyoming. No, they have... Uh... Arby's. What do they have? The, the Taco Hut? They have Taco Hut out there? Yeah. Interesting. Or something like that. Pretty sure Wyoming does. I didn't even think Wyoming had like any fast food places. You just stop yeah. at a farm and just cut out a piece of cow. That's usually how it Grill goes. it on the fire. They don't even grill it. They just no. give it to you. Raw meat. Raw. Yeah, raw dog. <laughs> raw dog. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go and recap week number 12. Week 12 was a pretty big week overall. Um, obviously, it was Thanksgiving. Three games on that Thursday slate of games. We had the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. The Chicago Bears ended up winning this game 23-16. to Of course, uh, Mitchell Trubisky did not play in this game. Yep. Uh, he was a late scratch. I, I think it's kind of comical, though, um, when these reports come out. Because Wednesday morning, it came out saying Mitchell Trubisky is a lock to play. And then Wednesday afternoon, Mitchell Trubisky will not play in this game. I'm like, what is going on? How do people come up with these reports? It just doesn't make sense sometimes. But Mitchell Trubisky did not play. They ended up playing Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel obviously is not Mitchell Trubisky athleticism-wise, but did a decent job. Uh, and then also on the Lions side of the ball, Kerryon Johnson did not play in this game. Yeah, the Lions, who else was out for the Lions? They're all wide receiver. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones was, was, was out as out well. As well. Um, so definitely not a, a full go-to. I saw a lot of people uh, on uh, Thursday morning, you know, during the beginning of the game, like, oh, this is what you need to get you back to how the NFL is after that Chiefs-Rams uh, Chiefs game. Yeah. Um, hey, listen. Was it the most exciting game? No. But as a Bears fan, you have to be happy. Top rusher, 14 yards. Top wide receiver, 49 yards. Your defense steps up again. Eddie Jackson, again. Um, Now five defensive touchdowns in his short NFL career. He has more uh, touchdowns than uh, half of the wide receivers in in his draft class. It's uh, absurd. It's absolutely absurd. You have to love that with a Chase Jan- Chase the Chase Daniel runs the Alex Smith offense. So yeah. I like kept it clean, gets a nice little stat line there at the end, over 100 pass rating, 230 yards and two touchdowns. But when you watched it, you were like, okay, maybe Trash Bisky isn't as bad as I like to say <laughs> he is, because this is not what I would like to see every week. Um, short week like that, coming off a of primetime Sunday night, you still get the win, get to eight and three, man. If I would have told you at the beginning of the season, Josh, that the Chicago Bears would be eight and three, 
you know, after week 12, you would laugh in my face. Yeah, I would not have guessed that, to be honest. Moving on to the next game, the Washington Redskins at the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys pull out this game 31 to 23. Dak Prescott at 289 yards passing. Zeke Elliott, 121 yards rushing. But Amari Cooper, story of the day right here, 180 yards receiving. Big day for Amari Cooper on the other side of the ball with the Washington Redskins. Uh, Alex Smith goes down with an injury. Out. Out. Gone. Pony Colt Boy McCoy, McCoy was the guy. Pony Boy McCoy um, leads the way. I believe that uh, this was the first Hold time. Hold on, before you get to that. I thought that this would have been the prototypical Colt McCoy start. Where it goes, alright, Colt McCoy does not play very good football. Mm-hmm. He is a dual threat quarterback. Yep. This would have been the game that Colt McCoy would have upset the Dallas Cowboys. I, I thought the writing was on the wall. No Alex Smith. Alex yep. Smith was out last week, or yep. got injured last week. Colt McCoy had the full week to prepare. I thought this would have been the Dallas Cowboys falling short to Colt McCoy, and uh, he disappointed me a little bit. So, fun fact about uh, Colt McCoy. Uh, with him being from Texas, this was a homecoming game for him of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, or I don't know if he was from Texas, but he went to the University of Texas. Tom and I, and Tom's not here this week. He'll be gone for a while. Tom, thinking about your brother. Hope you get back soon. Tom and I have an, a long-standing bet. Um that Tom barely remembers because we were drunk and we don't remember what it's for but I gave Tom a lifetime bet that Colt McCoy will never win a Super Bowl but it's for his entire career so it could be as a backup it could be as a coach it could be for anything so I'm really hoping like anytime Colt McCoy's name is brought up I hope he does terrible like you said he went out there he did well Um, outside if it wasn't for Amari Cooper Redskins probably would have won this game yeah. Um, to be fair, Mari Cooper, those two monster plays. Um, I believe that this is Colt McCoy's, it was like his eighth or ninth time playing the Cowboys. It's the first time he's lost. He doesn't lose to the Dallas Cowboys, or maybe it was in Dallas. It was a weird stat like that. Nevertheless, uh, the game itself, Zeke uh, had his uh, had a big day. Amari had a big day. This was like Jerry Jones. I call this a Jerry Jones boner game. Like, Jerry Jones just has the defense. You know, DeMarcus uh, was Lawrence, right? Mm-hmm. DeMarcus Lawrence is having himself a day. Dak Prescott, almost 300 yards, two tutties. Zeke over that. Zeke putting Dak uh, into the, the, the bowl or whatever, yeah. uh, just like he did the year before. Amari Cooper going ham. I mean, Jerry Jones took, like, three, bi- th- three blue pills and just slammed a bunch of hookers on Thanksgiving night. Moving on, we have the Saints versus the Falcons. The Falcons win their game 31-17. to The Saints are firing on all cylinders, uh, pretty much in the lead the whole way in this game. The leading rusher for the Falcons was Matt Ryan on two rushes for 16 yards. Pretty pathetic. Uh, Tevin Coleman, eight rushes for six yards. Julio Jones had 11 catches for 147. Calvin Ridley, 8 for 93 in a touchdown. On the other side of the ball, Michael Thomas had 4 catches for 38 yards. And then Arnold, 4 <laughs> catches what? for 45 yards in a touchdown. Basically, he is the uh, the number 6 wide receiver. Unbelievable. Uh, who's a Tommy Lewis, uh, 1 catch for 28 yards for a touchdown. This is the first week he was activated, I think, since week 1. Tommy Lewis sounds like a boxer that yeah. Rocky Balboa would beat. In the original Rocky This movies. is the first time he was activated since week one. And then Carr, one reception for 12 yards and a touchdown. 
I just don't understand. And then Kirkwood, one reception for five yards and a touchdown. I, I don't get it. They can throw anybody out there, yep. and they'll do just fine. Absolutely unbelievable. I mean, if you would have told me uh, Matt Ryan, 377, two touchdowns, and 147 yards receiving for Julio Jones, and Drew Brees only throws for a buck 71, and uh, Elvin Kamara's held under 100 yards rushing, yeah. I for sure would have said, okay, it's gone the other way. But no, Brees still finds a way to get four touchdowns. If there was ever any doubt that the Atlanta Falcons missed Devonta Freeman, yeah. If you have, if you're in any type of keepers league or anything like that, and you need someone, find who has Devonta Freeman and get him for cheap. If your trade deadline hasn't passed, I know it's close, and go in and get him because he's going to come back next year, hopefully healthy, a year off. He's paid. I'm looking for Devonta Freeman to come back here in 2019, the monster year. Start of the Sunday night games, they have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars lose this game 21-24. Jalen Ramsey's on the field calling the Bills wide receivers trash, and they still end up losing. Blake Bortles is now benched for Cody Kessler going into Week 13. They fire the offensive coordinator. I'm sure that is the reason why they're losing. Uh, Leonard Fournette's fighting people. Uh, Josh Allen on the Bills' side of the ball threw for 160 and a touchdown. Had 99 yards rushing and yeah. a touchdown. I I don't understand either one of these teams. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I just don't know what to expect. I, oh, I know what to expect. The Bills are bad, but they've embraced it. The Bills are like their fans. They're terrible trash bags <laughs> that are going to do terrible things. But it's okay. Like we accept them for who they are. I don't hate them for it. The Jaguars are just a fraud. They're fake. Jalen Ramsey's the only one out there who's worth anything. You got Leonard Fournette out there fighting. It goes into the tunnel. Yeah. Trying to what? He wasn't even on the field. No. He, yeah. He, he it was, was in the tunnel. Wasn't even on, in, but he wasn't even on the field when the play to on Carlos Hyde happened. He came off the bench onto the field, started picking fights, gets now uh, the one game suspension, right? Yeah. It's being appealed, but we'll see what happens. I mean, Blake Bortles. They pay him, you know, they go into this offseason. I know it's been talked about all over the place, but I don't understand how you go from an AFC championship game and you invest everything on the defensive side of the ball and say, you know what, we're okay with Blake Bortles. We're going to pay him a shit ton of money for what he is. So now they're screwed. Yeah, They are 100% screwed going into next year. It makes no sense. Tom Coughlin's in the media today saying that He's going to defend his decisions till his death. You know what I have to say to that? Shut up, old man. <laughs> shut up. I had to tell an old man to shut up the other day, so now that's my new favorite thing to say. He's honking at me on the road because I was letting someone through, and he came back. He started giving me the finger, yelling at me. I just rolled down my window. I said, shut up, old man. I drove away. Interesting. Might have been Tom Coughlin. That's how I feel now. Like I don't care if you're old school and you try to come back in and implement your ways. That's fine. But don't get here and say, like, hey, you didn't lay an egg. Yeah. You messed up. You messed up. Get over it. Uh, next matchup, we have the Browns beating the Bengals 35-20. to Browns defender picks the ball off, hands the ball to Hugh Jackson at the end of the game. Uh, Hugh Jackson goes up to uh, Baker Mayfield, gives him the handshake, goes for the hug. Baker pulls back, refuses the hug, kind of pushes him away. Very interesting well, in how that there all... There was no push. There was no push. He just... He kind of went like he, that. He, he did it like a go-go gadget arm. Yeah. Where he like fully extended and you could, you could, you could tell, tell he didn't want to hug. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Listen, I fully respect Baker and all those players for internally and at the handshake throwing shade at Hugh. Because I've said it to you 
go all the time this season. Hugh Jackson is the worst football player coach ever. Did you know 20, not even 24 hours prior, there was a report out there, you talk about crazy reports, that Marvin Lewis was going to retire from coaching at the end of the season, move up to a front office position, and anoint Hugh Jackson the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> I shit you not, that was wow. a real report. Uh, but on the Cincinnati Bengals side, Andy Dalton goes to IR. Jeff yep. Driscoll is now going to be the quarterback yep. for that team. I'm very interested to see what happens with the rest of the season. Now that they're sitting at what five and six, right? Or mm-hmm. yeah, five mm-hmm. and six. Uh, so I'm interested to see where that team goes. Um, Josh, stop it! I don't know, man. Stop it! Are I'm they going to throw the ball I'm to AJ Green? I'm gonna help you. Should AJ Green just take the rest of the year off? Listen, I'm gonna do what we should have done a long time ago. We're not. I know this is Ohio. We are not talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. That team sucks. Marvin Lewis sucks. Hugh Jackson sucks. Andy Dalton sucks. Joe Mixon's the only good thing on that team. Let's talk about what's fun and what's important right now. The Cleveland Browns. Look at that line. Baker Mayfield, 258, four touchdowns. Nick Chubb, 84 yards rushing and a touchdown. And a receiving touchdown when he couldn't catch the ball was the rumor coming out of college. David Njoku, 63 yards and a touchdown. That's all young talent. All guys, first year, second year guys. Not to mention that defense, like you said, your guy, your boy, Denzel Ward, uh, always coming up big, that pressure that they have up front. Josh, the Browns are a A fun fun team team now. They're fun. fun. I wish Tom was here. I know you guys have been on that Mayfield bandwagon, so I'm throwing this out to him because this is an awesome so much fun. All I want to say to bring it back down to earth, Baker, it's cool to throw shade internally. Stop with the I'm like the self-righteous, better than God shit of defending your actions of why you did what you did. You know why you did what you did? Because you're a young punk who thinks he knows everything. And that's fine. That's what the swagger that you want for your NFL quarterback. But don't you see him on ESPN going after uh, Damian Woody? Yeah. Like responding to their their argument on instagram like shut up just shut up but you just had a fantastic day you've been dominating since you left be happy about it like you're turning a franchise around stop with the oh you know i do this because because just shut up yeah obviously i think we both agree that the browns are not going to make the playoffs this year but next year they're going to be a very interesting team. It's going to be exciting to see what they can do next well, year. I'm interested to see who, like, and I'm mean, like, their head, like, the Browns always make headlines normally for the draft, dumb things that they do, this, that, or the other, which I know I said to you earlier, Schefter reported and then took back his report that uh, potentially uh, Reuben Foster uh, repeat, well, how do I want to, repeat accused domestic violence. I yeah. think that's the proper way to say it. Uh, domestic violence person uh, recently released or put on waivers by the San Francisco 49ers. They said that the Browns claimed them and they didn't. Who knows? But yeah, we'll see. Browns this year, not going to be a high draft pick, too crazy high, but who's their head coach? That will be the fun uh, fun game for the Browns. Yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. I, I've seen that uh, they've talked about... Uh, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. They brought up uh, uh, Bruce Arians, uh, Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma, um, those are the three big names that I've heard consistently, and it'll be very interesting. Well, Lincoln, to see which one. Lincoln they Riley from Oklahoma, I think, would be a stretch. It like, would be. That, it would I don't. Be. I don't like that. Like that. That's like bringing in Chip Kelly. I don't know, man. It'll be. It'll be very Dude, interesting. Oklahoma's 
Oklahoma just plays every game with, we're not going to play any defense at all, and we're just going to go five wide and score as many touchdowns as possible. Bruce Arians would be interesting. Bruce Arians would be interesting. I don't really... I think I'd rather have Bruce Arians than Mike McCarthy. Honestly, and you know how much I despise Mike McCarthy, and I think that he's been... um, a, a had a negative effect on Aaron Rodgers and that Packers organization. But out of the three guys that you mentioned, I think Mike McCarthy's the best guy for the job. What about Josh McDaniels? I would love that. Yeah. I would love Josh McDaniels. Plus then, like, how fitting is it, too, that Josh McDaniels, okay, fired as a head coach, right? Or uh, uh, And then went was a coordinator under Belichick. Yeah. Now he's getting another opportunity. Belichick was a head coach for the Browns, when they, or the, and then he was an assistant. Then he gets the Patriots job. Now his protege going to coach his to old Brown. team. I mean, that's just fitting. I love it. Next matchup, we have the pit, uh, the New England Patriots versus the uh, New York Jets. Patriots win this game 27-13. Tom Brady throws for two touchdowns. Sony Michelle having a pretty good year coming back from his injury. 21 carries for 133 and a touchdown. Um, his injury had yeah didn't he have an injury a couple weeks ago oh i thought you were saying yeah 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 yeah. you're right uh james white had nine carries on the ground 73 yards uh not much receiving for james white when that's normally what he does uh but the jets are a hot mess oh they're a super hot mess i i don't i mean it sucks that you didn't get to see uh sammy d play you know josh mccown went out there i thought it would have been very josh mccown-esque to uh win this game uh, at home, but the Jets are the Jets. Um, it's weird how the Jets could not be the worst team in football, yeah, and still be the worst team in football. Uh, the Jets, the only thing they have going for them is still Jamal Adams. Love Jamal Adams, he's still fantastic. But yeah, Isaiah Crowell, 30, t- 30 yards rushing. Hey, w- what can you say? This uh, was one of the. This is probably one of my least. This was, I think, my least favorite game of the whole week. One game that I want to talk about here, the Giants at the Eagles. The Eagles win this game 25-22 to on a field goal to end the game. The one thing that I uh, especially like with the Eagles here, 22 carries for Mr. Josh Adams. Yep. 84 yards and a touchdown. Yep. I've talked about it week after week. They need to get Josh Adams the ball. Just let him run the ball. Let him try to grind the clock out a little bit. And you know what? They finally did it. Finally gave him the ball. They fed him the ball. Josh Adams is the feature running back on this team right now. Uh, they need to just keep doing that, and then you know what's going to happen. It's going to open up the passing, uh, the passing game for the Eagles, and the Eagles ended up winning this game. And where did Josh Adams go to college? Notre Dame. The playoff-bound Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Um, yeah, he had some issues in his career. If you remember, he didn't play a lot until his senior year mm-hmm. because of all of his issues. I think he might be a takeover type of guy. I think you might be absolutely right. He is very, very explosive. He has the big play ability. Um, not the biggest name coming out of college because of all the issues that he had. Um, but he actually, like early in the season, with how many, uh, like his yards per carry, how many yards he was getting catching the ball in the backfield and touchdowns last year in college, he was like in the Heisman talk. Yeah. Uh, just early, early Heisman talk. Now, to what's even more important for the Eagles. They found a way to slow down the the Giants team that was hot. They were confident. You know, you heard nonstop going into that Odell of, you know, we're going to win out, and then we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Man, does it feel good for someone to shut Odell up once again. Uh, Pat Shermer continues to be questioned. 
His decisions continued to be questioned. I, again, think the Giants made a coaching mistake. Um, we're going to have to wait and see what happens because they're going to give him an opportunity with a young quarterback. I just don't think any of the quarterbacks in this draft are going to be the answer. So we will see. I think it's going to be the Saquon Barkley show for uh, for quite a while in New York. Eagles make sure that they still have an opportunity to get in the playoffs. Saquon Barkley, the offensive rookie of the year, or is it Baker Mayfield? Um, I don't think it's either. Or is it Philip Lindsay? No, I still think you're wrong. Who do you think it is? It's um, no, it's it's Saquon. It, it it's Saquon. It has to be Saquon. Um, Philip Lindsay had a shot. No, I'll say Saquon. I'll, okay. I'll say Saquon. Uh, moving on, we have the 49ers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers go back to Jameis Winston, and uh, they win this game 27-9. Nick Mullins not progressing like they, like he should for the 49ers. They're sticking with Nick Mullins for week number 13. He had a touchdown but two interceptions. Matt Breida was the guy again, 14 carries, 106 yards. Uh, but Jameis Winston, 3-12, two touchdowns. Peyton Barber actually had 47 yards rushing and a touchdown. Um, I, I don't understand either of these teams. Um, 27 points, it's whatever. doesn't shock me. But at the same time, uh, they should be wanting to lose. Listen, I, I don't. the Buccaneers are such a club. Listen, the 49ers have an excuse. They lost their running back and their quarterback. Super early. Season's over. It's fine. You're supposed to suck. You're not supposed to be doing good with Nick Mullins at quarterback. And I think in the end, with them getting such a high draft pick, this is going to help them uh, tremendously. Now, the Buccaneers. Josh, the Buccaneers are like the real-life Michael Scott in the show The Office. Like, just kind of crazy, kind of dumb. Like, they, the, what they've done over these last six weeks has just reminded me of when he's like, do you have any idea... How many, what three vasectomies does to, to a man? Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. This is what the, okay, now it's this guy. Now it's this guy. Now it's this guy. It's, they, they have they put an investment in someone for a game. And then when he lays a monster egg the next time after a team has tape on him and prepare yeah. for that quarterback, they bench him and bring in the other guy again. It, I, to your point, what are you doing? You have nothing. Dirk Cutter is the new Hugh Jackson. The, yeah. the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I get that this guy now has been in college and he's been terrible, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers put all their eggs in the dirt cutter basket. They, they had Lovey Smith, who was doing a an okay job. Not he's not the best coach. I didn't like him with the Bears. I get it, but they let Lovey go. They paid Lovey and they paid Dirk all for this. For this, this is what your disappointing year number three. For yeah. Cutter or two, uh, was it's this, at least three? it's I at least two. Remember. I think it's I think it's three. I think you're it's right. not good. That's for sure. It's it's awful. It's awful. You talk about wasting talent, wasting the prime years of Mike Evans' career. Mike Evans is the only reason this team does anything. Mike Evans was without Mike without Mike Evans. <coughs> uh, Jameis Winston has under 200 yards passing. Yeah, I mean, ugh. Next Un- game, unbelievable. Seattle Seahawks at the Carolina Panthers. Seattle Seahawks are now quietly six and five. Panthers are also six and five. Seattle wins this game with a field goal as time expires. The uh, big takeaway here: Christian McCaffrey, 17 carries, 125 yards rushing, one touchdown, 11 receptions on 11 targets for 112 yards and one touchdown. But he did have three fumbles. 
On the other side of the ball, Chris Carson, 16 rushes, 55 yards, and a touchdown. He did have two catches out of the backfield. At one point in time, Chris Carson ran, leapt over one of the defenders, got upended, flipped over, landed on his feet, continued to run. It was very impressive. It was. Although uh, his knee was down, but they did not call him down. So, funny story. You messaged our group, me, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, Carson just got flipped over. Oh, my God, that was awesome. I'm like, all right. So I go, and I turn on the Eagles-Giants game. I'm like, why aren't they talking about Carson Wentz getting flipped over and landing <laughs> on his feet? And I had no idea what the hell was going on. Um, to your point, this is a big win for the Seahawks. It's huge. This is a, this is a huge big, win. big win. You're talking about the other, you know, top, I would say, wild card contender right here. Yeah. I mean, this, is, this is a tie-break type of game. Um, a very, very, very big win um, for Seattle. And Seattle has another big game coming up. I believe in two weeks is when they play the uh, Minnesota Vikings at home. Again, potentially a – they already lost that tiebreaker versus the Bears. They need to beat a team like the Minnesota Vikings to to keep that potential tiebreak uh, going. Uh, next game we have the Oakland Raiders at the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens <laughs> win this game 34-17. to uh, Lamar Jackson, 178, and a touchdown, two interceptions, took one sack. His QB rating was a solid 35.7. Uh, Edwards had over uh, 100 yards rushing for 118. Lamar Jackson, 11 rushes, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, I I don't know, man. I just, uh, the Ravens are winning. Do the Ravens stick with Lamar Jackson from here on out? Absolutely not. No? Absolutely not. Josh, I don't get, first off, if you're, I feel like they're doing a disservice to Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson, I know I've been hard on him. I know I've said that he's not an NFL quarterback, that he should play, play be playing another position. But if you actually want him to be a quarterback, he's not learning anything out there right now. He is literally just going to his first read or just running with the football. That's it. Was it, was it you who told me the story? about how with Lamar Jackson where he wasn't smart enough to remember the plays and the progressions so they just gave him one word no, plays no 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 how that went down is that nobody could understand him oh, that's in the was. huddle okay so they limited it to a, a one word phrase like that, that's that's an issue that's an issue like i feel like Lamar like it, it, it's doing nobody any good whatsoever it's not but the ravens two starts two wins yeah against who doesn't matter. Against, it does matter. Against who? You, I'm sorry. You, you see this game and you just say, absolutely not. Just stop it. Put Flacco in there to make your playoff push. He's won you some Super Bowls. Put him back in. Lamar Jackson, he might get his shot. He's not ready at all. And I think you can at least agree with me on that. He's not ready. He should not be playing. Like, this is for everyone Whoever wants to say, why is this guy playing when when Colin Kaepernick's sitting at home? Lamar Jackson is the definition of guy who should not even be in the NFL right now trying to play quarterback with Colin Kaepernick sitting at home. On the other side of the ball, Marcel Aitman, someone that I've been talking about uh, all year long, yep. finally getting his chance to play. He had uh, 10 targets thrown his way, only three receptions for 15 yards, but he's going to be a guy that's going to be out there uh, playing a lot. I'm excited to see what happens for him the rest of the year. I agree. Uh, But the Raiders are hot garbage right now. So bad. Uh, Next game, the uh, Arizona Cardinals at the L.A. Chargers. What I want to do, I think all of us should, we should get nine 
more guys. Uh, ten, 10 guys. We should get 10 guys. And put a number in a hat. And it's labeled 2 through 10. And then there's one that's labeled extension. And whatever number you get, that's the number. Everyone puts in $20. That's the number of the year that you think John Gruden is going to get fired in his contract <laughs> extension. And whoever gets it wins the pot. Can you, I mean, how, be interesting. how his first year, how disgusting. Yeah, it's atrocious right now. Feel bad. I want to do that. We're going to get feel a group bad together. For the Raiders. Why do you feel, stop feeling bad for people? I do. You're just on a little known fact about Josh here, guys. Okay. He's on a, like a pay it forward type deal. He's like very superstitious because he's thir- or 12 and 0 going for 13 and 0 in our keepers league. So he's like very much trying to be like nice to people and, I see right through that shit. He's <laughs> he's not this nice. Yeah, usually not. No. Uh, Carry on. Next game, Arizona Cardinals at the LA Chargers. Cardinals lose this game 10-45. to Story of the game here, Melvin Gordon uh, gets injured, but he did have two touchdowns. Keenan Allen had seven catches uh, for a touchdown. Austin Eckler, 10 catches for 68 yards. Mike Williams uh, kind of turning into the... Uh, the uh, tight end almost for this team right now. Yep. Two uh, two touchdowns as well. Um, Phillip Rivers went 28 for 29, 259, three touchdowns. Again, I have said he is quietly having an MVP-type season. Yes. If it wasn't for uh, Patrick Mahomes and a couple of these other big-name guys like Drew Brees, he would definitely be in the consideration. Uh, he's definitely up there. Um but yeah, the the Chargers are a dominant team. Uh, Derwin James, he looks like he's going to be in the top two, top three consideration for defensive rookie of the year. Yep. Uh, this team is all around pretty good right now, and Joey Bosa is finally back. This team's looking decent. Listen, I agree with you. Um, I want to call you in timeout a bit here. Melvin Gordon hasn't been healthy in in a while, fully healthy. In a while. You saw the Chicago Bears do it with Khalil Mack. Yeah. You saw him do it with Allen Robinson. This is a game at home. They a, try to keep him out. Against a terrible Cardinals team. There's no refuse. You bench him and say you aren't playing. Yeah. You can suit up if you want. We will sit your ass on the bench and you will not play. End of story. I get that. You go back to, what was it, three, four weeks ago, he had multiple touchdowns, and he came out of that banged up. He was questionable until, like, the week of. And then he's been injured off and on all year. Not hurt. Injured. injured yeah. All year long. What are the Card- What's the only thing that the Cardinals are good at, Josh? <clears throat> Being rough and tumble up front, right? Yeah. They're very physical up front. They're known for their physicality. They're known for that. They have an attitude. They have a swagger there. They've done it all year long. And yet, you still play him. I don't care what you and Tom say. There's a point where you protect your players. You're 7-2. and two. You have a, a lead in the division. It's not like this is going to be a tie break for you. It's a, it's an NFC team. It's at home. You should beat them anyway. Keep Melvin Gordon out of this game. Let him rest up for the more important games going forward. And now you don't have him. Yeah. I'm, I'm even more pissed because he's on my fantasy team. So thanks a lot, dickheads. Moving on, we have the Steelers at the Denver Broncos. Looked like the Steelers were uh, in line to pull away with this game after they pulled that fake field goal as uh, time expired in the first half. 
Uh, Boswell threw that touchdown to uh, offensive tackle Villanueva. Um, but then the Denver Broncos did what they needed to do. They won this game. Philip Lindsay had over 100 yards rushing for a touchdown. Keenum almost 200 yards passing for two touchdowns. James Conner was held in check on the ground. Juju Smith-Schuster, 189 for a touchdown. Had uh, 17 targets, 13 catches. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, the big chunk of that was the longest play in the NFL so far. 97-yard uh, touchdown, which shame on the Broncos' DB. Just bad lines. Both yeah. of them had more than an opportunity uh, to get that tackle. you got to love Philip Lindsay. All the talk was about uh, Royce Freeman coming out of college, how he was going to be the guy. And um, who was there? Oh, him or Booker. Yeah. Uh, who was going to be the guy? Him or Booker, him or Booker, him or Booker. Since week one, Philip Lindsay undrafted? Undrafted. Undrafted. He wasn't He's, even going to sign with the Broncos yep. because he felt disrespected that they didn't even consider uh, drafting him. Yep. Been, uh, been extremely hot, though. The other place he was supposed to go that was that offered him a contract was the Baltimore Ravens. Interesting. Would have been interesting to see how quickly his career died there. Um, oh, what can you say about the Broncos? Get the big win. That interception was ridiculous. Did you see the stuff about the the nose tackle who got that pick? Uh-uh. So I can't remember his name. Maybe you looked it up while I'm telling the story. But he uh, went to Illinois State, local guy, local kid. And um, the best part is post, he starts saying how, he's like, yeah, I didn't really do my job. I wasn't where I was supposed to be because he got lit up. He yeah. got drove five yards backwards, saw the ball throw up. My question is, who was Ben Roethlisberger throwing to? Where, uh, where, where was he going? Because I didn't see anybody. Was that Juju across the middle? I can't remember. I don't know, but it was not where it was supposed to be. It was getting intercepted um, no matter what. It was a terrible pass, so... Ben Roethlisberger, get over yourself, sir. I'm just, uh, I'm embarrassed for him. Uh, Next game, we have the Miami Dolphins at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts win this game 27-24. to And uh, Tom's Colts, looking pretty good. Andrew Luck, finally healthy. Um, He had three touchdowns, I believe two interceptions. Uh, Finally took a sack. I think this is the first sack... Four weeks in the last like four or five weeks, uh, 30 for 37. Marlon Mack had 15 rushes. Naheem Hines, nine rushes. Uh, T.Y. Hilton had uh, 125 yards receiving. Ebron, another two touchdowns. Touchdowns. Jack Doyle is now placed on the IR. He had a touchdown as well. Uh, very interesting Colts team right here. They're now 6-5. and five. A couple thoughts out of this game. Um, I watched a, a decent amount of it. Watching Eric Ebron be so successful makes me wonder how good is Matthew Stafford like really? Yeah. Because Eric Ebron looks like the first round draft pick that the Lions wanted Wish, him to be yeah. with Andrew Luck as his quarterback. Um, he's he has what ten touchdowns for him this year? I think I know he hit. Yeah, who knows? He, he hit double digits. Yeah. Um, very very impressive. And then my other thought was, um, I want to see Marlon Mack getting like twenty touches a game. I know Naheem Hines has been good. I know you still got to keep him in there, but I'd rather have you know Naheem Hines at four or five carries and Marlon Mack around that twenty mark because uh, that this Colts team is finally starting to get an identity, finally starting to to figure themselves out here. I think a bit, and that is very very scary for the rest of uh, the NFL. Sunday night game, we have the Packers at the Vikings. The Vikings win this game twenty four to seventeen. I'm sure Mike went to. Uh... 
work. Very angry on Monday morning. Aaron Jones, though, 17 rushes, 72 yards rushing, a touchdown. Devontae Adams had almost 70 yards and a touchdown. Equinemius St. Brown, three catches, 53 yards on yep. five targets. Yep. Aaron Jones getting some targets out of the backfield. Adam Thielen, 125 and a touchdown on eight catches. Um, Delvin Cook, only 10 rushes. Latavius Murray, 11 rushes. It's, a, it's very interesting uh, looking at this team. I thought for sure that... Uh, the Vikings would lean a little bit more on Dalvin Cook. I don't know if that injury is still lingering or not, uh, but most likely if they're splitting carries like that. But Kirk Cousins, 342 yards and three touchdowns, pretty impressive. My takeaway from this was the, um, you know, especially in the NFC North, you're hoping to split with the division opponents. And the Packers didn't do that. If the Packers were 5-6 and six right now instead of 4-6-1, and one, they would like their odds much, much better. I think they only have like a 5% chance or something like that right now uh, to make the playoffs. Listen, Kirk Cousins did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, He went up at home and hit his star wide receiver who broke 100 yards for the ninth or 10th time this season. Um, he fed him the ball, and that was that. The Packers... Minnesota's secondary is very, very good. I get that. But there is a... They still haven't fully figured out how to utilize Aaron Jones and open up the defense with his abilities. They're finally feeding him more and more. He's having more and more success. And I love what I'm seeing from Aaron Jones. Mike, uh, old host of the show, still frequent listener, and he joins us every once in a while. He's been at the forefront of the Aaron Jones bandwagon. Yeah. I'm with him. I see it too. But it's like... It's like they don't fully... They're not committed yeah, to it. Yeah, they're not fully they're committed. They're not committed to it. And as, I'm not like even, they, they like what they have in them, but they don't fully know what they have and in I'm them And I'm not being an asshole Bears fan when I say this. I, I honestly don't think they know how. Yeah. like I, It just seems to me that they don't know how to utilize the best of Aaron Jones and the best of Aaron Rodgers. Listen... You potentially have a Hall of Fame quarterback, a Pro Bowl wide receiver, and who knows? Aaron Jones could be a future Pro Bowl running back. Could be, yeah. Who knows? You figure out how to do it. This he is could why potentially I... be the best running back in the division. Oh, no. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. Could be. I'll, give you, I'll give you that. You know, who knows? There's not a, a full front. Karrion Johnson's coming on. Delvin outside of his injury. Howard Cohen's different, so I'm with you. There's a lot of different, there's a lot of question marks there. My point is just this goes back to Mike McCarthy and just just not knowing, just not understanding. I don't think he's a good coach, and I don't think that, I think part of the reason might be as well that Aaron Rodgers, as well, I still think he's the best, one of the top three quarterbacks in the league, maybe he doesn't allow McCarthy to, be the coach that he needs to be. Maybe. That could be an issue. You, you you never know there. I don't know enough about that Packers locker room to know that that dynamic. I know they've had their issues uh, in the past, and that is why I have said from the – my favorite part about this is I told you guys from the very beginning of the season that Mike McCarthy was on the hot seat. Is I called it out from the start, and I said Mike McCarthy wasn't a good coach, and it's all played out exactly how I anticipated it would. It'll be very interesting to see how that all shakes out if they do uh... – 
now make the playoffs and do have a losing season here for the Packers. Uh, Monday night game, we have the Titans at the Tennessee, uh, or the Tennessee, the uh, Houston Texans. Houston Texans run away with this game 34-17. to Lamar Miller, 12 carries, 162 yards on a touchdown. One of those carries were for 97 yards. Deshaun Watson, 9 carries, 70 yards on a touchdown. Uh, Deshaun Watson also had 210 yards passing, two touchdowns. Their defense was dominant. Uh, Marcus Mariota actually had a, a very good game, 22 for 23. I think his uh, his incompletion was in the fourth quarter. It was like past number 19 or 20. It was like very close to the end of the game. Josh, I'm going to be honest with you. This is the first Monday night football game all year I did not watch. Oh, not, really? Not one snap. Well, you know what? I and, almost... and ask me, did I have stuff going on? Did you? No. I, Josh, the Tennessee Titans, for all I care, could be a CFL team. <laughs> I, they're just the most, I don't like anything about them. I don't like, I just don't like what they're building. I don't, I take that back. I like the, um, I like, uh, Davis. I like, um, Corey Davis. I like Corey Davis, but I, I don't like Marcus Mariota. I don't like, uh, the, the, the Derrick Henry and Dion yeah, Lewis show that's going on right now. I don't like that. I know they've had a couple of upsets here or there that I'm like, oh, okay. The Titans. I pick the Titans every single week to lose and pick them, no matter who they're playing. I just they're they're boring to watch. They're not fun. There's nothing entertaining about them outside of Corey Davis. And the Titans are so hot right now, so good. Literally hung out with my kids for a while. Normally I turn the game on while I like do some stuff around the house. Didn't even do that. Did some stuff around the house. Played a video game for 20 minutes. And went to bed. Had no no fantasy implications. I felt clear. Full hearts, clear mind, can't lose, Josh. That's how I felt last night. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Let's go to uh you want to talk about our picks for week number thirteen? Yeah, we can do that. So let's talk about the standings here real quick. Um I have it in front of me. All right. Tom and I are still close. We mentioned a couple weeks ago that like, oh man, we're gonna you know finally close the gap. Someone's gonna take the, the lead the forefront. Yeah, not so much. Um We've all been within a point of each other every single week. So going into week 13, I have 111 points. Tom has 110. And Josh is 10 points behind. Yeah. 100 points. I got a couple more weeks here to uh, make some rogue picks. Yes, sir. uh, I'm going to continue doing so. And it's it's funny how, you know, we're so balanced in our rogue picks that it always evens out in the end. So let's go to start off uh, week number 13. First Thursday or the first game, which is the Thursday night game, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Dallas Cowboys. Man, and I saw Demarcus Lawrence came out and he had some talk, talking a bunch of smack. Literally everything in my in me right now wants to pick the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Like I really, everyone's saying how oh the Saints defense they're going to be able to stop Zeke. Like I think Zeke sees that, and Zeke wants to blow out Amari. You know, this is a big fight, prime time. There's just something about Thursday night football that just. But there's only one reason why I'm picking New Orleans Saints, and that's Drew Brees. Drew Brees has almost an 80% completion percentage going into Week 13. That's absurd. Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I just can't pick against him right now, so I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints as well. I think they're just more of the uh, the balanced team, but I think there's definitely a possibility to where we could see an upset here. I think that the Dallas Cowboys do have a chance. 
Uh, but I am going to go with the Saints as well. I think they're just the the better, well-rounded team yeah, right this, now. If this was in the Saints' dome, it'd be a no-doubter. Oh yeah, but agreed. it's in Jerry's world. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at the Atlanta Falcons. Two two what could have been. Yeah. Even though the Ravens are still six and five. Um, listen, Flacco, Jackson, it doesn't really matter. Um, they're going to overachieve this week against a Falcons uh, defense because the Falcons defense is atrocious. But in Atlanta, no way Baltimore with how volatile that team is. Do they come out with a victory? Give me the Atlanta Falcons. My first upset pick, I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens to upset the Atlanta Falcons defense, in Atlanta. Huh? Uh, Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. Um, Man. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna go with Miami Dolphins. Adam Gase trying to keep a job, trying to get his team motivated. Kenyon Drake, big day. Upset number two, the dirty Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. They do what they need to do to grind out a victory and beat the Miami Dolphins. Chicago Bears at the New York Giants. I have been picking the Bears and they've been winning. It's been lucky. Tom told me not to get on the bandwagon. Yeah. He said when you get on the bandwagon, they're gonna blow it. I have. They haven't. I'm going to stick with it. The Bears keep the good juices flowing. Keep trying to push for one of those top two seeds. And the Chicago Bears beat the New York Giants on the road. I have the Chicago Bears as well. Uh, the Giants have given up a ton of yardage on the ground. We've talked about that. Um, I think this is a Tariq Cohen-type game, uh, especially through the air. It's going to be interesting to see if Mitchell Trubisky is going to be good to go in this game. I think he will be. Uh, but I think that the Chicago Bears will win this game. You're the Bears? Sit them. You yeah. don't care. You don't care. You won both of the games that you were hoping to split. At this point, you're just trying to get to 10. Keep them healthy. Keep them off the field. You're going to run the ball anyway. Next game, Denver Broncos at the Cincinnati Bengals. I hate the Bengals. Um, I think that it's good. they're just going to try to run the ball uh, with Joe Mixon. I don't think A.J. Green plays. I think uh, Case Keenum and uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Philip Lindsay find a way to just piece it together in Cincinnati, and the Broncos get the win. Cincinnati Bengals will be out with be without the Red Rifle. Andy Dalton, he is on IR. Jeff Triscoll is now the starting quarterback. It's going to be interesting to see if uh, A.J. Green does play or not. You think he's not. I think he may play. Um, if he does, it'll give Jeff Triscoll another option to throw the ball to other than Tyler Boyd. Um, but I still think that the Denver Broncos will do what they need to do to get this win. I'll say I'll say this, Josh. I, you know he very well may play this week, but if they lose this week, then when they're a hundred percent out of playoff contention, then they absolutely put him on IR. Yeah, you know, he he's done for the year. Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. Whoo! Houston Texans have been on a tear, eight straight wins. They have, they have, and that makes me want to pick the Browns even more. You know what? I go with one upset at least a week. This is going to be my upset. Okay. Everyone's going with the Texans. It's in Houston. I just like the attitude right now in Cleveland. It's a little bit actually even more than I normally appreciate. But I I don't think Houston's that great, to be honest with you. And I don't know. I think that Cleveland's defense is extremely underrated. Yeah. I'm very excited to see that uh, front seven of Cleveland up against Lamar Miller and how they handle him. I'm excited to see Denzel Ward against um, DeAndre Either Hopkins Thomas or, or Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, it's a very interesting stylistic matchup. I'm interested to see can Chubb 
do the right thing against that Houston front seven? What is Jarvis Landry? It, it, it's going to be a great, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I'm betting the under on this game all day. I think it's like a 17-13 or 17-14 type of day. Give me the Browns. I am also going with the Browns. Uh, my upside number three right here on the board. Sorry, bro. Um, yeah. No, it's all good. And the next game, you're picking the Lions. <laughs> next up, we have the Rams and the Lions. The Rams win by 100. I have the Rams winning that game. Also um, 100. I like the Lions, but uh, I don't think Kerryon uh, Johnson's going to be healthy. I don't think he's going to play in this game. I think the Rams are just the better team overall. All I can think about is the uh, who went to the, oh, the, the Patriots. Patriots yeah. went to Detroit and laid an egg. Yeah, it's possible. <sighs> Arizona Cardinals at the Green Bay Packers. Now this is the one. I mean, look at how, like, what ninety nine percent? Yeah, people are picking the Packers. I want to pick the Cardinals so bad, so badly. Like Josh Rosen there's comes no out there, way. torches them. David Johnson. Oh, there's a way. The Cardinals has this, have a stingy de- defense, but it's in Green Bay. Yeah. That's the reason why there's no Green Bay at home. They know that this is their season. Honestly, I'm scared as a fantasy owner that's going into the playoffs. I have Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. I'm scared that if they don't get at least a little bit hot here, he's in question of being benched or not started. I, who knows? Who knows in the NFL? NFL is crazy. We'll see what happens. I'm going to go with uh, the Green Bay Packers. I, there's no way I that, agree. that the Cardinals are going to win this game. I like Josh Rosen and I like the Cardinals, but they are still a lot of pieces away from contending for anything. Yes, yes they are. Indianapolis Colts, Tom's Indianapolis Colts versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, the Jacksonville Jaguars fire their offensive coordinator, bench Blake Bortles. Cody Kessler is now the starter. What do you think? Colts are hot. They're on fire. Jacksonville is just a, a train wreck. Honestly... If Blake Bortles was still starting, I might pick the Jaguars just because of that they would be familiar. But Cody Kessler is just as bad as Blake Bortles. And I really like what I've seen from Andy Dalton. Or I'm sorry, Andy Dalton. Andrew Luck, give me the Indianapolis Colts. Upset number four, yeah, Jacksonville for Jaguars for me. I think this is one of those games where they, they fire the, the offensive coordinator. I don't think it matters that it, they fired him. But I think this is going to be a game where – uh, the defense is going to want to come out. You know, Leonard Fournette is suspended. I think they're going to want to win this game. Um, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars to win. Fournette was appealing today. We'll wait and see, we'll see if, what he, happens. if he uh, ends up getting that appeal. But division rival as well. Those division yeah. games are always, you know, kind of a coin flip. Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I really hope you pick your team. Go ahead. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers. I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. The Tampa Bay well. Buccaneers are a train wreck. Carolina's lost two very close games. Could easily have uh, eight wins on the season. Uh, this is a, pretty much a, a must-win game for them, in my opinion, uh, to stay in the playoff hunt. Uh, Carolina wins this game. Christian McCaffrey has a decent day, uh, but I think DJ Moore has a big day. Carolina was the other team that went into Detroit and lost. Oh yeah, right. two, yeah, two weeks ago, a week before the Thanksgiving. New York Jets at the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Talk about a game I could not care less about. I mean, just the if this game, if you said Tim, you can go to this game and you can stand on the field and you can play quarterback for a quarter, <laughs> I still wouldn't go. I absolutely hate this game unless Sam Darnold plays. 
Give me the New York Jets. Upset over the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> I'm going to go with Tennessee Titans, but I'm not going to go anything further than that. I think this game is just going to be awful. But uh, Tennessee Titans win this. That's all I have to say. Kansas City Chiefs, who are 9-2 against the Oakland Raiders, who are 2-9. How are more people voting for the Raiders to beat the Chiefs than the Cardinals to beat the Packers? I don't know. I have no idea. It makes zero sense. Maybe because the Raiders are home. I don't know. The Chiefs win by 100. Yeah, the Chiefs win. It's pretty simple. Vikings at the Patriots. This is going to be fun. Um, I'm trying my best not to to make this decision with my heart because I do think that the Vikings have a, have a shot. I think they're going to come off of their big win here. They know that these next two games, because it's this game and then they play uh, they play the Rams next week. I think, they, I think they play the Rams the week after the, the Rams next week, and uh, then the, the Bears play in the following week. I could be wrong. Double check that for me, Josh, because um, the Vikings have a tough schedule. I know that. With that said, um, I'm taking the New England Patriots at home. Uh, the Patriots eagle at eight and three. They're trying to keep up there as one of the top teams in the AFC. I'm pulling up the Vikings schedule right now, but uh, I think this is. This is kind of a must-win game for the Vikings if they are hoping that the Chicago Bears are going to kind of fall short coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to go. I have the Vikings schedule. Winner. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Yeah, they play. Uh, Seattle's the other team. That knows yeah. Of. They play in Seattle after New England. So at New at New England, at Seattle. Seattle first the Dolphins and the Lions and the Bears. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Vikings in this game. Ooh, another upset. Yeah. Fifth upset. And I think the the Patriots have been on a pretty good streak as well. But, again, this is also I, – I need to make up some points. Yep. So, uh, it's a make or break for these upsets. But I hear we'll you. see if they, they hit. Uh, next up, San Francisco 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. I think it's a no-brainer. It's the Seahawks. 49ers, we saw how bad that they can be. The Seahawks are getting hot at the right time at Playing home. Very good football. Yeah, no, no, no-brainer. no I'd be shocked. I'd be, this would be the biggest shock of the week to me if the yeah. Seahawks lost this game. Seahawks for me as well. Uh, one of my favorite matchups of the week, L.A. Chargers who were 8-3 and three versus the Pittsburgh Steelers who were 7-3-1 and one Sunday night football game. Uh, the the best game of the week, yeah. in my personal opinion. This is the one I'm most excited about. Um, outside of my Bears, I probably won't watch a ton of these games. Um, at least not live because it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Steelers at home is the biggest reason for you know why this game's so much fun. The Steelers at home are so much better. We've talked about it at length. Chargers defense has been fantastic. What is going to happen? I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers, I know you're going to take the Chargers, Josh. I'm taking the Steelers. Find a way at home. James Conner is the difference. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think uh, without Melvin Gordon, they're going to lean a little bit more on their wide receivers. Use Austin Eckler out of the backfield. Put this game on the shoulders of one Phillip Rivers, and he's going to emerge as one of the top contenders for the MVP. Maybe one of the last times. Yeah. That you see the Pip Rivers Ben Roethlisberger drafted in the same draft class as Eli Manning all together. Now that's a, those three right there have kind of been tied together for a long time. Monday night game: Washington Redskins at the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh gosh, an NFC East sleeper. 
It's not. I'm not. You know how, how I feel about Eagles fans. Yeah. I hate them. They're all dirt bags. They're a less fun version of the Bills fans. And what do you say about the Redskins? It's going to be a Colt McCoy. Listen, it's at Lincoln. Give me the Eagles. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, the Eagles are the better team. I think that they need to uh, feed the ball to Josh Adams, let him run the ball, let him run the ball a lot, give him another 20-plus carries. Uh, I think they have a, a running back they can finally lean on. I think he is the uh, the best running back on that team. Uh, do what you need to do to try to get this win and uh, continue on on your uh, your march uh, to get to 6-6. Six and six. Right now they're sitting at five and six. I'm still shocked that the Redskins have six wins, uh, somehow, some way. Uh, but they will now be six and six after this week. So I got a couple, uh, a couple of nuggets here for the week, if you want. Um, and these are all from MMA Reddit. Um, I could go through and find the exact sources, or I said MMA Reddit, NFL Reddit, um, exact sources. I'm honestly, I'm too lazy to do that. I'm telling you where I got them. NFL Reddit didn't find them myself. Uh, number one, Philip Rivers last week, 28 for 29. Yep. Three touchdowns, set an NFL record for the best passing completion percentage in a game with 96.6. He was not a finalist for the FedEx Air Player of the Week. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. No sense at all. Juju Smith-Schuster will be 22 years old, and or 22 years, 10 days old on Sunday. And he only needs 28 yards to become the youngest player ever to reach 2,000 yards receiving in his career. It's pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, pretty impressive indeed, in my opinion. What else do we got here? Obviously, we talked about uh, Ruben Foster being claimed off of waivers. Um, your boy, Mr. Finger Licking Good, Jameis Winston, reached a settlement in a sexual battery lawsuit filed Saw against that. him by an Arizona Uber driver. So there you go. You can sleep easy tonight. Uh Josh, Hugh Jackson, he's been floated around as an offensive coordinator for 2019 by different teams. Figure that out. <sighs> Makes no sense. Um, since the judge on uh, da, 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 what else do we got here? The Texans' eight-game winning streak is the longest in franchise history. Uh, the first team ever to go uh, eight, to win eight in a row after starting 0-3. And uh, lastly, what do I want to have here? Let's talk about this. Is, this is just talks about those guys. But who would you rather have right now, this week, Josh, for your team? Must win game. If your team wins, you win one million dollars. Who do you start, Blake Bortles or Eli Manning? <laughs> Eli Manning. Really? Yeah. Come on. All right. Just making sure. There's some other things here, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it. Uh, oh, here. Yeah, people are. Oh, there. Also, you mentioned earlier of uh, Derwin James, yep. our defensive player of the year. But Aaron Donald is the, I think, obvious front runner. Oh yeah, I, I'm talking rookie defensive player of the year. Oh okay. Yeah, well, not defensive player of the year. Fair enough. Well, to compete with uh, defensive player of the year, what do you think about one Eddie Jackson? Um, How much success he's had this year from the safety position. Yeah, but Aaron Donald has also had 14 and a half sacks yeah. on the year. Uh, I don't think there's – you can – I don't know. You don't know. Fair enough. That's all I got for you, Josh. I'm just 
I'm grasping at straws right now, looking for some more fun stories here from around the NFL. Do you have anything else? Any any fun things uh, to say here? The the it says here what is it? The the curse behind the Bears winning. The Bears could lose multiple coaches to head coaching jobs moving forward. That would it's be possible. very interesting. Darius Leonard has 114 total tackles on the year, almost uh, 15 more than. Uh, the number two uh, player, which is Mason Foster and Blake Martinez. So that's pretty impressive. He also has six sacks on the year and an interception. Since firing Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley, the Browns have gone 10 for 10 in the red zone. 10 for 10? Wow. 10 for 10. That's how bad. Darius two. Leonard could be in contention for defense player of the year as well as defensive rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year, yes. Defensive player of the year, no. I think he's got a shot. He's got 114 tackles, yeah. six sacks, three yeah, passes but, defended, one interception, four first, uh, forced fumbles. The problem is those sack numbers need to be much higher. They need to be much higher. You have to have some. You need to have some sexiness in it. The tackles are. I agree. Tackles are amazing, but got to have that sexy. You don't have that sexy number. How many? Uh, so. Aaron Donald, 14 and a half sacks. That's the sexy number. How many tackles does he have? Probably 12. I don't know. 38. 14 and a half sacks, 12 tackles. Get it? Uh, But that's not his his, his job, man. It's not his job. Just saying. Do your job. Anything else? Um, No. All right. No, go ahead. Well, that's all we have for you guys this time. Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, breakdown or the recap of week 12 and the breakdown picks for week number 13. And uh, be on the lookout for the next couple episodes that we have coming out later this week for uh, Tim and myself. We are Pony Keg Sports. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Pony Keg Sports, at Pony underscore Keg underscore Tom, and at Fight Talk Tim. You guys can always email us, PonyKegSports at gmail.com. And until next time, peace. Right now, staying connected is more important than ever, and fast, reliable internet from Xfinity can help. We have plans to fit every budget, with speeds up to a gig, all at Xfinity.com. We'll ship you a self-install kit on us to make setup quick, safe, and easy. No tech visit required. And our simple digital tools will help you manage your account online. At Xfinity, we're committed to keeping you connected. Find great offers and value today at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.